0: i sure.
1: Jedi, like my father before
0: me. All right, hello, everybody. Welcome to Star Wars from the Back to Tank. I am Michael Flores, Lord of the Sith. Hello, David. It feels so good to be back. Does it, though? I mean, yes, it does, of course. Come on. (laughs) But I did need a break after we did those, what, 75,000 Star Wars celebration shows. Not because I was tired of Star Wars, Dave. I can never get tired of Star Wars. I was tired of hearing myself talk. <laughs> That's. I was like, oh my god, I hate myself. I hate Shut myself. up.
2: Same here. I was like re-listening to everything. I'm like, going, ah, I gotta work on my voice. Yeah. More of that. More of that uh, throat tea. That basically. Oh, throat coat tea. Throat coat tea. I'm out still, so I might, you know, down a little
0: from time to time. But uh, you have some blue milk over there, right, Dave? Yeah, I can borrow. Yes,
2: there's some blue milk over here. Yes, and just that's... don't ask where I got it. Uh, wow.
0: All right, very homoerotic, and I like it. <laughs> all right, we're also joined today, Dave, by one of our Patreon subscribers and Star Wars fanatic. Hello, Reina.
3: Hey guys, good to be here. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, are you excited with all these Star Wars news coming out, Reina?
3: I'm pretty overwhelmed. I mean, very excited, but definitely yeah. overwhelmed. It's a lot for me to take in.
0: You know, that's that's actually a good word for it. Overwhelmed and and overwhelmed in a good way. I need to find a word that's maybe not that doesn't have negative connotations to it because overwhelmed. You're like, oh, it's just too much, but it's not too much. I want more, but it's so much. It's hard to keep up. And I am stressing out, Dave. I am stressing out because even though the fan in me is like, give me more 2019, give me more. Cause we have clone wars. We have the Mandalorian. We have oh, episode nine coming out. Yep. So much. I believe we have resistance season two as well, but I'm stressing out because
2: I want to cover it all. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm the same way. I am the same way. I'm like going, I am just itching for the Mandalorian dude. Yeah. After that teaser, we saw not just the, the trailer, But the teaser that was that showed during the whole thing. Oh, yes. Reyna, did you watch
0: that pirated uh, eight minute teaser of the Mandalorian?
3: I did, but I watched it on my phone, so it didn't look so. I mean, visually, I couldn't see it as well. So I really need to kind of.
0: Well, also that that angle that the guy recorded it from, it was like from the side. Yeah, he was from the side. I'm like, come on, bro. If you're going to pirate pirate, right. Like get wanna, in there, yeah, and don't talk so much and laugh. I don't want to hear your your enthusiasm because he was like, "Oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah," like, dude, I want to listen <laughs> to the audio.
2: I don't want to listen to what you're doing behind the camera. Yeah, I'm
0: very unappreciative. Obviously, he's the only reason why we got to see the footage. <laughs> but f him, yeah. So I'm getting ready to go to Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge. I purchased my tickets. Actually, I did. I had my older brother do it. Because you didn't want to sit in that queue? (laughs) No, man. He was in a queue for six hours. He logged on the moment they went on sale. We got the Disneyland tickets because you have to purchase that first. You have to purchase the tickets. Then after that, you get your... Your reservation reservation. Yes. And Dave, I don't know how I feel about this. And Raina, I know you're a big Disneyland goer and I just don't know how I feel about having restrictions and barriers. I like to walk through Disneyland fun and fancy free. I don't want someone to tell me I can't go in a specific land. It just bothers me. That's not the way you grew up going to Disneyland. You always grew up going to Disneyland thinking, you know what? I'm going to go on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride 5000 times and no one's going to say anything. And tell me not to. But
2: they're giving us a four-hour reservation window. Yep. Because you have to spend some time. Uh, the, you're only allowed to spend, I think, up to four hours. Just four hours. That's all we're and allowed. They, and then they boot you out. <laughs> yeah, I, I want
0: to see them try, Dave. I want to see them try. Because it's supposed to be like, uh, uh, not cosplay. What's it called? LARP. It's supposed to be like kind of like LARPing, right? Well, I, I'm going to knock yes. a stormtrooper out. I'm going to knock him out. If he grabs me. I'm going to try some Jedi mind tricks first. Then I, if that doesn't work, I will do the old Han Solo maneuver and just punch him in the face. You're going to be like dragged out by your feet by a bunch of stormtroopers. That's okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's part of the story, guys. It's part of the story. I'll tell my son that. So I'm like, I'm in the story, son. <laughs> don't be embarrassed because he's already telling me he's he, he wants to. He's super excited about going. But he's like, dad. Please don't. Don't he's, embarrass me. He's at that age now, you know, where parents can embarrass He's like, Dad, don't embarrass me, please. And also, can you cut your hair before we take photos there? <laughs> I don't want I don't wanna I don't wanna post this.
2: Oh dude, are you gonna be like talking to all the characters while Ashton is behind you trying to drag you along. You're going to be trying to talk to the characters in, in, in character. Well, I just don't think I'm even going to have money to buy him anything b-
0: besides soda and water because they're <laughs> making that star Wars water and star Wars soda. I'm just going to spend a
2: hundred dollars on cans. Cause I want all of them. Well, I want remember, the thermal
0: detonator sodas.
2: You, you're allowed I'm to throw actually, them too. <laughs> you're allowed to actually, uh, I think it's barter with a bunch of like the shopkeepers which is going to be hilarious. Oh, see, that'll but,
3: be fun. They don't let you usually like the star Wars area. They have now, you cannot interact with some of the characters. The only character with that will interact with you is Bubba Fett. And he is funny. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, I, I'm, I'm bitching a little bit. Cause that's what I do. I'm a baby, but the bartering and the, the enter, the interplay we're going to be able to have with some of these characters. Disney does do it right. Like you have those Disney princesses walking around and they play the part for the kids, but I don't want it to be just for the kids. So I'm hoping because the Disney princess never plays with me. They run away from me. Usually I'm like, who is this creep trying to talk to me? I'm like, I'm not trying to hit on you. I just want to be a part of the, the charade. <laughs> I just want to be part of the charade I and just take wanna, a picture. <laughs> I just want to have fun. So I'm hoping like whoever's dressed up as Darth Vader or the stormtroopers, they're not going to run away from me and only talk to the kids. I'm like, listen, dude, I'm here. I'm spending real hard earned credits here. Credits. The, the one thing, though, that actually, not Republic credits either, Dave.
2: The one thing that's really interesting, though, the way they referring to you as when you come in, you are the a way boarding, they refer to you. Yeah, they refer yeah. to you as, mm-hmm. as you you are a boarding party. So you're coming in on a ship. Yeah, that has me really intrigued. How how immersive how how they're going to try to build this immersive theme park ride just for you. Are they going to still sell a death sticks, you
0: think? Death <laughs> to, you know, keep yeah death stick do you think they're gonna sell any of those i hope <laughs> i don't keep the parents you know happy after we have to get kicked out of the f- you know it's only gonna be parents being kicked out the kids are like oh, right. parents dude i think i honestly feel and reyna you're immature like the rest of us you know it's gonna, it's gonna be the kids that are having to say hey guys we need to leave we're four hour, our four hours are up and i don't want you to embarrass me and try to stay because i'm gonna sneak I'm going to stay I'm going to try to stay I'm going to like I'm going to make sure they can't find me cuz I I want to stay around there. Now, to combat that, I'm hoping they're still going to have like Star Wars characters running around the rest of the park a lot, not just I'm hoping they don't just keep them centralized in in just the Galaxy's Edge area. Now, Raina you you've gone there recently. They already have a bunch of Star Wars characters running around, right? Around the rest of the park.
3: The stormtroopers only um, and they will interact with you, but you have to stand in a line to see Darth Vader. And obviously I had a special request to do prom photos and they wouldn't let me do that. So when I did it, they kicked me out. Yeah. See,
2: <laughs> the
3: problem
0: is not going to be the kids. The it's problem is going to be the adults. It's the adults. It's us.
3: I paid good money to be there.
0: Exactly. That's exactly how I feel about it, too. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a it's a. Several thousand dollars to get out there, and then the
2: tickets, and of course the merchandising. It's a lot of money. Well, dude, the one thing that I, I think Raina can vouch for this because Raina, you you go to Disney, you know the ins and outs of Disney, how Disneyland works. So usually she's drunk when she goes, so but she might not remember. Right? Everyone, everyone who, everyone <laughs> yes, who goes true. to everyone who goes to Disneyland knows there are secrets that's only meant for adults. Like, what? Oh, what? you could go. Wait, what you could go over here. There's like a secret club you make in it... Disneyland. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah, but you have to have like you have to be rich to get into that one. You're talking about Club 33.
0: Club 33. Oh, I thought you're talking about going in like the bathroom stall and tapping your feet a couple times. I, th- I thought
3: like <laughs> what club? I tried that. It doesn't work.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but like like Club 33 and little secrets that only like certain adults will know about.
0: I'm interested I don't know in anything that. about these secrets. And I feel like I'm I'm an outsider. I, I've never heard of secrets. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch
2: in, about to... like Disneyland theme park mm-hmm. that are really cool, like Club 33. I can actually vouch and say I've eaten at Club 33 once and it was hella expensive.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. So you think they're going to be like Star Wars versions of that? You think they will be
2: like Star Wars clubs? Heck yeah. That's what I told you. That'd my, be awesome. My favorite place to hang out is going to be the cantina. Because yeah, the I mean, cantina's even...
3: going to serve alcohol.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, they're really going to serve? They're going to serve alcohol. Well, oh. They're
3: going to serve micheladas. I know that. And you mm-hmm. know me.
2: Wow. I didn't and know like, that. And like uh, some of the designers basically said, cantina is going to be the place for adult food. Oh, sweet. Because like you're going to be looking at stuff wondering, can I interact with that? Well, four hours <laughs> is definitely not enough then. If you're going to be serving alcohol at the cantina, I mean. Well, that's what I said, dude. I was really surprised that they they were gonna it us to four four hours
3: yeah you guys do you know that is temporary though right yeah they're gonna do what was it okay.
0: after like what um, uh the first month they're gonna start changing things around moving into july Yeah,
3: because disney world is already getting ready to let go of that and yeah. then really who knows what happens after that though
0: yeah i i have a feeling that everything's gonna run smoothly i know there's a lot of hesitation on my part but Disneyland knows what they're doing. They're not noobs, and also I don't think they want to deal with the PR nightmare of of screwing people over. I think everything is going to probably run smoothly and a lot easier than a lot of these headlines are making it out to be. Now Disneyland expects, according to this article, that four hours will be enough time for most visitors to explore Star Wars Galaxy's Edge during the initial reservation only period, and that scoundrels who overstay their welcome. I'm assuming that will be me, Mike. David, and Reyna. Uh, w- welcome will be dealt with by a squadron of stormtroopers.
2: <laughs> I told you, All you're right, well dragged
0: then, out. Well, then <laughs> I'm going to do it on purpose for sure now. <laughs> a Disneyland will restrict visitors with free Star Wars Galaxy Edge reservations to a four hour time limit during an initial soft opening, as we already know, a period of the highly anticipated new theme land at the Anaheim theme park. Now, the only negative is that one of the rides will not be opened. I believe it's the twenty-eight minute ride, correct, Dave? It I will believe not, so. It yes. will not be open until Disney World opens up. And they
2: want to, they want to do the do the release of that ride because it's such a major ride in in Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, they won't open it until the one in Florida opens. Yeah, they want to sucks. do them simultaneously. And whatever. You know, the people in Florida can just wait. <laughs> they can just wait. They can just wait.
0: Yeah, play with the alligators or something. Okay, that's all. That's all you got to do. Don't ruin it for the rest of us. So Disneyland will issue colored wristbands to visitors during the reservations only period for each of the four hour windows. Newly admitted Galaxy Edge visitors will mix in with those already in the land much like the Halloween events at Disneyland. Okay, so that's pretty easy. Oh, those are I figured,
3: insane.
0: Yeah, I figured it'd be like a wristband, wristband type it's thing.
3: It's gonna shock you if you don't leave on time too. Oh, wow. <laughs> that would
0: be awesome. <laughs>
3: That's how they're going to find you. You're going to be on the ground.
2: Just a like convulsing. I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm like, uh, I'm not going to leave. Uh, blue milk. I'll uh, well, you know, <laughs> oh, blue, blue milk. Blue milk. Uh, we know who's been here too long. Okay. Take them out. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. So Disney announces, and this is even bigger news. Disney announces new star Wars films. Okay. Now this is something that, that, personally, Dave, this is about six years too late, five years too late. How did you not release a schedule? 5 years ago when you took over Lucasfilm we're just now getting a a slate of films but now that's my complaint now i'm happy though at least we have dates set in stone that are not going to change because Lucasfilm decides to change at a whim based on the the current landscape like oh well we're just going to scrap this movie These are movies that are that are going to happen. Yes. Uh, Hold on a second. Let me sort through all those nonsense here because there's tons of releases that Disney announced that has nothing to do with Star Wars.
2: (laughs) What You don't want to talk about the Cruella movie? No, not really.
0: (laughs) Okay. so the first of the new three films will be hitting the big screen on December 16th, 2022. There will be two other follow-ups that will premiere in the Christmas corridor on December 20th, 2024 and December 18th, 2026. So that's our slate of films so far. Now we don't know what movies go where there was a few rumors going around. There's a lot of misinformation. Some people were, were stating in blogs that the 2022 was going to be a, uh, I believe the Game of Thrones showrunners. It was going to be their start. It was going to be their start of their trilogy. Then 2024 was going to be Ryan Johnson's trilogy. And Ooh. then 2026 was supposed to be a mystery project. That's, that's what was going through the webs for about the opening two or three days when this was released. Now everyone's backpedaling and saying, wait a second. According to various rumors, the December 16th, 2022 schedule is actually the start of the Game of Thrones showrunners trilogy and that 2024 is their second one and 2026 is the end of their trilogy and that there is no Ryan Johnson movie planned and no mystery project so I'm hoping that gets sorted out soon for the fans that we have some accurate information and we know exactly what's coming out in 2022 and I have a feeling Kathleen Kennedy and and Lucasfilm probably did this on purpose because they want to share, show the fans. Hey, guys, we do have a schedule. We don't know what yet. We no. don't know what yet. And we don't know what. Or it could be more, you know, ball t- tapping that, uh, you know, as we know, Kathleen Kennedy loves the foreplay. Well, there- That's what she does to <laughs> us all the time. And she's doing it again. Hey, guys, 2022. But what is it? I
2: can't tell I can't you yet. It. You're going to have to wait. But in all, in all honesty, Mike, would you be okay if it is the start of the Game of Thrones producers of course Dave I, and I'd be happy with that that's their it's their new trilogy because for me the whole idea that basically okay start a Game of Thrones start another trilogy and start another trilogy that could get confusing no,
0: sh- you Nick, sh- shut your dirty mouth it would <laughs> not get confusing I want more and more and more so 2022 2024 2026 I, I feel like they should have been the start of a new trilogy because at that, what we're looking at then is a new Star Wars movie every two years. And that's not good enough for me. And in an era where we get Marvel movies shoved up our asshole at any given moment. You bring up a good And story. yet we're getting uh, Star Wars movies every other year. And I know, well, Michael Disney Plus is going to be giving us the Mandalorian and the Rogue One spinoff. It, great. I'm happy for that.
2: No, you. And mean, I want them. You bring but up I want very... movies too. Yeah, you bring up a very valid point because, like, They are kind of shoving Marvel up our asses, like three movies a year. Yeah. I mean,
0: look at Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame and Spider-Man all within a four month period. But we're getting Star Wars every other every other year, year, all because Solo slipped because of bad publicity. Like and now suddenly they have just scrapped everything. And I know we bitch about this at least once or twice a month, but I don't care. It's it. it, This is an era of, of more, more, more greed, greed, greed. I want more. And we're not getting it every two years. It's just not enough for me as a Star Wars fan. If this was Lucas doing it, I mean, OK, because that's that, that that would be him breaking a record of releasing a movie. Not every decade, <laughs> decade. <laughs> so dumb. I just feel like it's it's silly that we have a franchise that has been around for 40 plus years and we have nine movies. But we have Harry Potter has that did nine movies, movies. in less than 10 years. And we have Marvel that has done what,
2: like 30 plus movies in 10 years. Honestly, you bring up a valid point. Because I know I, never I thought of, I never thought about <laughs> that, that basically, wait a minute. Star Wars is arguably one of the biggest franchises in the world. And we've only had nine movies in 40 years. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, David, for finally catching on. That's what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> I just want more movies. Now, I would be OK. I know I'm bitching. I would be OK. if This is just the, the start of a new trilogy because I have a feeling that they would be setting up other movies as well but there are people now saying because the new rumors that this is the this is bayonoff's trilogy the game of thrones showrunners that that means ryan johnson once again has been fired because that's the rumor uh, off again on again i mean it's like a it's like a bad breakup it's like they're on again off again and the rumor is ryan johnson has has not been fired, but his film, <laughs> his alleged trilogy that's been pl- in the planning stages for a couple of years now, has been rumored to be canceled yet again.
2: Now, Dave, would you be okay with that? Or
0: Absolutely.
2: Really? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you- I don't. I- I'll be honest. Ryan Johnson can go, go away. Oh, wow. Can go Dave. away. Go away. Well, listen, I-, I have said this <laughs> before. Concur. Oh, okay. All right. Never go away. Two against one. Give, uh, here's the thing. Give me a different filmmaker. That's all I ask. Not Ryan Johnson. I'm I done. have no
0: problem. Ryan Johnson has a good creative eye as a director. As a director, I be okay. but as a writer, it, dude, never, <laughs> never allow him to direct and write ever again. Yes, that's my problem with Last Jedi. Let him direct. Let him even punch up a script if it makes him feel better about himself but have another writer not even JJ Abrams who's been doing this damn thing for 20 years okay he's been making movies for a long time even Ron Howard they all had other people write their their scripts there's very few directors that can write and direct you got to know your strengths Ryan Johnson obviously isn't the greatest of writers but I do feel like he has a creative eye so if they do give him a trilogy if he has not been shit canned again, <laughs> then I, I I just say let let the man direct, but give him a strong writer to help him out. G- put Kasdan in there. Well, what's uh, John Kasdan did a a
2: fantastic job on Solo. Yes, he did. But uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm pretty much done with Ryan Johnson at this point. I'm like going Ryan Johnson, you you go into your corner and weep on your own. Give Dave Filoni the reins, please. Just. Let him do it. Well, uh, well
0: yes, Dave. Now you,
2: uh, Dave Filoni,
0: just co- do it. That's all right? that's like saying have Luke is direct and we'll be like, yes, please. That's a no brainer. Of course, Dave Filoni. But I mean, it's not going to happen right now. It's just not. I have a feeling it could happen in the future, but not right now.
2: I think it could happen sooner than we think now, because with the with the reception of Mandalorian, mm-hmm. I honestly think Filoni is on the fast track now. Yeah. Because like everyone after Celebration, wow! Look at Mandalorian. Everyone that's a cast there. Every actor constantly talking about how great Dave Filoni is. Mm -hmm. I think he's getting fast tracked to being a director for a new trilogy. I really do. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree.
0: Now, I I I really don't know where I stand on this because you know, (laughs) you guys are making me reconsider.
2: Because you gotta, you gotta say something about, let me watch, let me watch
0: Last Jedi again and then I'll probably you you want to do that. You, well, yeah, you sure? Well, well, that'll give me the anger I need <laughs> to agree with you guys, probably.
2: Well, here's the thing. Rian Johnson, it's not just about even less. I like, how we,
0: I like how we never call him his right name. Like, he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't
2: deserve it. His name's not
0: Rian. It's Ryan. Ryan? And we just don't care. I've been care. calling
3: him that forever because of <laughs> you guys, and it's your fault.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's okay. Ryan, <laughs> once he redeems himself, then we'll call him Ryan.
3: A Star Wars film is too... It's too golden for you to try to redeem yourself on something you screwed up so badly. I'm sorry yeah. I said it.
1: But yeah, all right.
3: maybe another film. I, I'm all for people redeeming themselves. But on a Star Wars film, I'm more optimistic to see what the double D's come up with and how they yeah. do with yeah. their trilogy. Yeah. And then okay. on top
2: of that, it's just the negativity of of his name. His name right well, now just brings thing. negativity. And that's the
0: thing. And that's why I don't. I feel I've said this since day one, since last Jedi created such controversy within the fandom. He is way too toxic to just simply say, all right, and we have a new movie coming out directed and written by Ryan Johnson. It's not going to happen. So if it is going to eventually happen, if he is in fact going to direct a movie, then they're going to wait till they build up positive buzz. They're going to wait till episode nine comes out and it blows everybody away. They're going to have that, they're going to have uh, that positivity going around in the fandom again. And once that happens, then you'll see them address the Ryan Johnson situation because you're right. It's just, I can see that it's just too negative right it's now. Too, and, it's and, too toxic. And there are, they are on cleanup duty when it comes to PR.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, let's go to a quick break. And then when we get back, we're going to get into some of the publishing, some of the publishing that Lucasfilm unveiled, Recently. We'll be right back.
1: back
0: Get more Star Wars discussions every month with the Back to Tank Patreon exclusive shows. From Star Wars comics and book reviews to speculative discussions and breakdowns. All when you pledge to our Patreon page. What? Go to patreon.com slash Rainman Digital for more
2: details. As you wish. The Rainman Show. The Rainman Show. The Rainman Show.
1: The Rainman Show. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show.
0: You think Political rich French people like to whip it. high powerful men like to just whip their penis? Well, see, here's out because what they're so fucking proud of it. Well, here's I mean, that's what I'm sort like: an
2: argument settler. And all of a sudden, when you can't, you can't find a common ground debate, you resort to the penis whipping out. Not is, necess- that, is that how it works? Not necessarily. Because Asians are gonna die at every oh, single debate. Wow, I'm telling you right now, a literal dick waving contest. Yeah, yes, the, Asians it's, it's will it's be no contest. Yeah. put to the spear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. This is an right, interesting one. <laughs> You're right. How are you just openly admitting? Yeah, we're fucked. Or, yeah, we are. That's why we
0: never win debates or wars. Has there been an Asian man yet in Hollywood that's whipped
2: his penis out? Why did John Wu ever do it? <laughs> Maybe he did, but no one knew.
1: <laughs> it's, not, it's not worth
2: writing home about. <laughs> like, how come I never get in trouble? I whip my dick out all the time. Nobody can tell, John Wu.
0: Is your yeah. penis out right now? Yeah. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah these aren't tan-colored khakis. We need an IMAX camera stack. Oh, 72 <laughs> millimeter, the largest that penis will ever be. Get a telephoto lens on that thing, please. <laughs> IMAX 3D.
1: <laughs> For more Rain man, visit RainmanShow.com.
0: What are you looking at, nerd? Huh?
1: I thought I was looking
0: at my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. while. <laughs> Saturday. And then, like, ants eat your remains. <laughs> like, <laughs> those books got real dark.
2: <laughs> for kids. Or, like, one of them, like, you get the, the fact the that Marvel's
0: been doing it for ten years doesn't mean so, it's easy. Hold on, though. Take Marvel out of the equation and forget okay. that they don't even exist.
2: Television has been doing this for decades. (laughs)
0: And I stumbled upon it while I was hunting alligators. And this guy starts whistling at you He beckons you so I thought it was A mission like a side mission so I went And then I realized what it was when It was too late yeah. I walked in yeah, two The guy starts minutes. and that's how they go out like Because the, the rebirth when they ditched the New 52 because the new 52 They weren't always on the best of terms They're back together or you know They end up getting back together because they feel Something they don't know they just feel Like the universe is pulling them together Take it on your favorite Rayman digital Geek shows every Saturday on CW, Back to Tank, Weird West Radio, The
1: Crossroads, and more. Geek Out Saturday on Blaine Man Channel 001 six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus... Free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to AdamandEve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at AdamandEve.com.
0: to star wars from the back to tank you can always find all of our shows on stitcher itunes spotify google play just search star wars from the back to tank also dave people should start giving us more reviews as well we have thousands and thousands of listeners
2: no one wants to talk to us
0: i think they're afraid of those reviews because i always speak out against people and if they gave (laughs) me a bad one i'm like who are you i will find you and strike you down i will choke you yeah so, don't be afraid. I'm just, uh, I'm all talk. <laughs> all right, Dave. So, let's talk about this journey to Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Now, this has been done now twice. Yes. No, no. Yes, twice. With Force Awakens, of yep. course, and, and Last, Jedi. Last Jedi. And I have mixed feelings about it because it's been kind of a bumpy road. Like, some of the books are fantastic. And then some of the comics and books are just like complete money grabs. There's no real substance to it. You kind of wonder why you're reading this halfway through. Uh, I, I like everything they're doing outside of that. The non-journey books that are just randomly put out throughout the year, I, I like 99.9% of them. But the but the journey, too, have been a little
2: hit or miss for me. Would you agree with that, Dave? Oh, absolutely. Because, like, uh, here's, here's the way I, I looked at it. Because I actually was reading a couple of the past books. Mm-hmm. The journey to Force Awakens was fun. That was really fun. Do you think it was really fun because it was all new experience? It was, it was brand was a new, new era. experience, yeah. 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 But then you get to Journey to the Last Jedi. It's a little And bumpy. That's, where, that's where it gets bumpy. The because, journey like, was bumpy. And, you, and the reason why it was bumpy was because you didn't give a lot of space for stuff like that yeah. from... Force Awakens last Jedi because you gotta remember the movies pretty much chronologically happen back to back.
0: That's right, Dave. That's a good point. Everything. That's why it was bumpy. not much of a journey when you have literally fifteen minutes in 15 between minutes the two.
2: movies. and it's like okay, it's not much of a journey. And so the stuff because it was short. It was a short journey. It was short, and some of the stuff like what you brought up didn't. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Like the Canto yeah. bite stuff. I love the Kanto. I just bite. pretend that that doesn't exist. Yeah. I was so hoping that Kanto bite, we were going to get something out of it. We didn't get anything. Yeah. Why? Because, well, when you take a look at it, there, there wasn't much uh, like space they gave the writers to actually write in.
0: Raina, have you read much of the, the journey to books and comics or have you, no. kind of, yeah, it's just not at all. Yeah. You know, and I, and, and I've tried to keep up with them. That's another thing. I, the I, I'll be honest, I haven't had the opportunity to read all of them because there's too many at one time and you're expected to read all of this combined with the regular books that come out, combined with the comic books. Oh, combined with that new audio book. Oh, hold on there, Dave. <laughs> hold on there.
3: Wait, what audio book? Hold on there right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean- but
0: the simmer down, Dave, throwing off the show. there. <laughs> there's just a lot there's a lot to digest in a very small amount of time and i know that's again i'm 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 just a fan bitch but i feel like they need to slow down just a bit and not throw out and make them high quality so that they're remembered and we look back at them at, at we look at we look back at them in a way that doesn't just feel like a marketing Grab. You get what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times the books so far and comics have felt simply like a like a trailer yes. or a, a billboard mm-hmm. with a little bit of a story on it.
2: Like, uh, I'll be honest, the Aftermath books, those were really... Two of them were really good. Those were good. That was those a good, good series, yeah. And it gave some insight but you didn't need to know Everything that happened in Force Awakens, if you didn't have to read those books to understand Force Awakens, it just added to it.
0: Right. And that's my biggest problem with the journey, too, as well, is there's not a lot of. um, A lot of people think they're going to get some insight and you really don't get insight because they're very careful about what they you know, which what breadcrumbs they drop before the movie comes out. And that's another thing you you go up against is that you're not like I remember people with with the journey to Force Awakens was hoping they had stories about Luke and there was nothing there was nothing, but yeah. like the and same thing with the journey to the Last Jedi it was like it was there wasn't hardly anything pertaining to Luke and yeah and that's what
2: a lot of people wanted to uh, hear about that's why I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with the journey to the Rise of Skywalker because we still. W- They actually came out and said, yes, there is a timeline that's in between there. I think it's like two, three years. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go into this. All right. So Lucasfilm unveils complete journey
0: to Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker publishing program, Uh, a galaxy of stories leading to the final film. The Skywalker saga is on the way. All right. So the journey to Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker publishing program is our biggest and boldest film tie-in program yet. According to StarWars.com, we've got exceptionally talented authors, artists, and publishers creating content for fans of all ages. Uh, they go on to say, while these tiles will include some hints and Easter eggs for the new film, the majority of these tiles will feature all new stories set following the events of Star Wars The Last Jedi. There we go right there. They're telling you right now, there'll be some hints and a few Easter eggs. Our Journey to books and comics will star Ray Finn, Poe, Rose and of course, Leia Chewy and the droids and the first order. All right. So the first book is a adult and young adult fiction. All right. So it is the resistance reborn is the first one. Author is Rebecca Roanhorse. It is a, this one is considered an adult novel in this journey to Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker novel, Poe Dameron, General Leia, Ray, and Finn must struggle to rebuild the resistance after their defeat at the hands of the First Order in Star Wars The Last Jedi. That's on sale November 12th.
2: Which sounds, that in itself is the one that basically I'm. That one sounds hoping. interesting. That one sounds interesting because I just, the way don't, we want, got I just left don't want off. fluff. I just don't want fluff. Give us something yes. relevant. Give us something relevant. But that also tells me that. So. We're not going to touch on the fact how they kind of how the resistance has, has to be around by Rise of Skywalker.
0: Yeah. I'm hoping we get some nuggets on how things form, like real relevant substance and a, some insight on where we will be at entering Episode 9. All right. Next book is a young adult book, and it's titled Force Collector. In this journey to Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker, young adult novel set just before the force awakens as a restless teenager sets out to discover what connection his mysterious force powers have to the fabled Jedi and what the force has in store for him. That sounds interesting, but I just I kind of veer away from the young adult.
2: Do you like the young young adult books, Dave? Do you find yourself... Actually, uh, I I wasn't a big fan of them, but then I gave one a, one a shot, and honestly, dude, I think people are, are missing out. All right, well, maybe I'll check them out. What about
0: you, Rain? Are you reading any of those young adult, or do you stay away from those?
3: You know, I really start at the uh, child grade level Star Wars books. <laughs> That's what I need to be. So, so you're but reading- No, I've I've only been at the adult ones, honestly.
0: Oh, I thought you said you were gonna read. You only read the coloring books.
3: <laughs> That's where. Yeah, I should. That's what I should be doing.
0: All right, so the next one is Journey to Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker Allegiance. This is a comic book series on the run since the destruction of the Starkiller base. General Leia and the remaining handful of resistance have barely managed to survive, much less strike back against the superior forces of the First Order. Running low on options, Leia decides to reach out to her former allies, the Mon Calamari, whose shipyards once powered the Rebel Alliance. I'll check that out. That sounds interesting. The next one is kids and tween fiction: The Little Golden Book, We Are the Resistance, Journey to <laughs> Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, We Are the Resistance. You know, I'm just going to skip past this one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> past this. Yeah, the, that one is like into the kids' books,
0: and you know, all the rest of them are kid books. I will post the link to uh, these descriptions on our website, RaymanDigitalMedia.com, once the show uh, drops on demand. But, yeah, there's really nothing else here. Kevin Scott wrote, choose your destiny, a Finn and Poe adventure.
2: That's interesting. That's interesting, and that has me excited because and of the, I, what uh, he's the, done. The author, Kevin Scott. Yep. Simmer down, David. <laughs> okay, so let me just get
0: into this. So, <laughs> Kevin Scott recently wrote a, a dramatic play, radio play. And God, that, it's good. It is really good. We're we plan on doing a complete discussion. We're gonna break it down to three parts. It's a six hour radio play written by Kevin Scott and it's titled Star Wars Dooku Jedi Lost, and it's the story of I guess Dooku's rise as a Sith Lord and Ventress. Yes.
2: And you get Ooh. a lot of backstory that we that we've never been privy to. And uh, dude, there's a, a lot of good great character cameos that are in that play that they I was know, so surprised. They brought in spoilers, in. David. I'm not saying who showed up. You're going to spoil it for me because you're ahead of me. <laughs> I know. That's what drove me crazy. When I, t- I asked you, how far are you? I just listened to it about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? You're just like, so giddy. Give me speak. I,
1: I, you, I know. You that's...
2: just shut down because like literally that you don't understand. Okay. Just stop. You're going to ruin it. Aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to ruin it <laughs> because it's so good that I'm like going a lot of stuff that happened in there really puts the prequels in a good light. Raina, you need to check it out. Uh, we oh, plan. Yeah,
3: on- I'm excited now.
2: Yes. You need to check it out. We plan to do a three part discussion. It's a six hour series. So we'll break it down. And Raina, it's, it's not your atypical audiobook because it's literally an audio play that has yeah. sound design and a soundtrack.
3: Well, yeah. see, the audiobooks do have that actually. Yeah, the audio a lot books, of them
2: do. The audiobooks have
0: that, but they cast, cast. I you say, an entire group of actors to play oh, each and nice. every single role.
3: Yeah, cuz usually the book is like one person, one to two people yeah. doing multiple characters and you're like, "Oh, okay, he's a girl yeah. now."
0: Yeah, it's really cool. I'm about an hour and a half into the first uh the first segment and it's fantastic. It reminds me of it reminds me of the 90s, and I think I've talked about this on mm-hmm. our shows in the past during the whole, I call it the dark days of Star Wars when there was no movies, and we had tons of comics from Dark Horse, and then we also were given radio plays that were based on some of those Dark Horse comics. I believe it was Tales of the Jedi, I want to say. Yeah, and Tales of the Jedi had and ta- Tales
2: of the Sith.
0: Yes, Tales of the Sith, and then they also had audio plays based on the Dark Empire series which was the story that took place before got retconned after return of the Jedi and the rise of Luke. And of course the, the rebirth of the emperor as a clone. And those radio plays are fantastic. They it's all actors. It's just like those 1930s, 40s serials, you know, the shadow, the lone ranger, uh, but produced a lot better. (laughs) And I love those in the nineties. And that was one of my, my, those are the things I was saddest about when they retconned everything you know, even though I was on board the retcon, I understood why Disney needed to do it. They needed to kind of clear the playing field because they didn't have any room to go. Uh, but that was the first thing I thought of was, was was those radio plays because they were so good. They were so engrossing because it's essentially a movie. You get to sit back, go to the gym. I if you want to close your eyes and lay down, whatever. And it just you immediately get sucked into the world of Star Wars because they use all the classic sound design. They also had original scores. Uh, and I I would say, and I'm going to say most of my review for the show, but I'd say that's the only thing I'm a little disappointed about when it comes to um, the Dooku Jedi Lost story so far is it feels like they're repurposing a lot of the the familiar score
2: score. And, and I was hoping
0: they gave us something more original. Yes, but it still works. No, it still works. I'm, I'm not I'm not against it by any means.
2: But knowing that Kevin, going back to like Kevin Scott, knowing that he's actually writing another piece of Star Wars, I really want to actually probably check it out then.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm a fan of Kevin Scott now. I've never read anything of his, but now that he did this Dooku Jedi loss and just judging or I should say based solely on the opening 90 minutes, I'm a fan. I mean, he sure knows how to capture Star Wars in a way that a lot of people can't. I know, you know, that's saying a lot because there's a lot there's a lot of writers out there that ha, do write fairly well and we've reviewed them favorably some of the books and comic books, but Kevin Scott, man, I don't know if it's just the combination of the acting and the sound design that makes it stand out so much more, which that could be that could very well be the case, but I mean just it feels like the old days of Star Wars yeah. where they're not trying to s- they're not trying to veer away from the dark. You know, I, I feel like in this new era, we don't delve into the deep roots of the Sith like we used to in the 90s in the dark horse comic books. I mean, they always went there in the video games. They went there. I'm not, and I'm not talking about over the top action and pulling down Star Destroyers with the force. I'm talking about the roots of the Sith. And since Disney has taken over, we've done nothing with the Sith. really nothing. This is the first true, in my opinion, foray besides the Tarkin novel that, that, that took us into the mind of Palpatine and showed us what his true intentions were when it come, when it came to the force and the dark side and yeah. his apprentice, Darth Vader. Outside of that, we did, we have not gotten really deep into, into the lore. War. Yes. And this takes us there. And that's exciting. So it's definitely something that everybody should pick up, and then they can follow along on our our discussions when we break them down. All right, Dave. So where, where do I find this? I'm sorry. Um, go, Audible. Where do you go to get your oh. audiobooks? Do you go to Audible? My husband gets them from me. I don't know how. Uh, pretty much anywhere you get audiobooks, you can you can get it. In fact, All I'll right. send you a link if it helps you. Nice. All right. So there's a. Some rumors, Dave, and you know I like to kind of steer away from these ridiculous rumors, but <laughs> But Mike, it makes complete sense. Does it and leave it to you, Dave, to you know, I say I need some some topics. I mean, send me some topics, Dave, and you send me r- these rumors. These <laughs> They're leaks, Mike. They're leaks. Right, sure.
3: Give us the juice.
0: Now, Star Wars Nine, Rise of Skywalker leaks, Han Solo, and Kylo Ren. Film devastating scene. Yeah, that's right. Star Wars 9 The Rise of Skywalker leaks describe a devastating moment between Kylo Ren and Han Solo. But it is not a ghost and not a flashback. And the author says, what the force is going on? Is it possible Kylo Ren could be any more tortured? Well, yes. Currently, he is the only known remaining Skywalker, even if he does not choose to use that name. But it is his birth name that will come back to haunt him. Oh, my God. OK, <laughs> hold on. Let's get I hate when people try to write. Like, listen, dude, like we understand you took a creative writing class and you're trying to flex your uh, your prose here. Okay, so the new league says one scene that is planned to be shot as part of reshoots includes a sequence that is said to include Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Harrison Ford will step in as Han into Kylo Ren's throne room in a flashback sequence where Kylo... didn't they just say it wasn't a flashback sequence? Oh, nice. <laughs> okay, Dave, why did you send me this article? This
2: is just clickbait. But, but Mike, it makes sense because you know, <laughs> we Kylo Ren's story has to set it around. Let's not father. retread. Let's not retread. The, the only
0: <laughs> thing that I the only way I'd buy this is if it is a flashback, because as we know, JJ Abrams had a whole other story planned after Force Awakens. Ryan Johnson went his own direction. And that leaves J.J.'s ideas kind of scrapped. And now now that he has taken over the franchise again, and he's going to conclude the entire saga with Episode 9, now he could very well bring in a flashback sequence that he had planned to use. So that, that part is believable. I can see possibly there being a scene with Harrison Ford. And especially because Harrison Ford's involvement in Star Wars is still active. He's still around. He's still doing things. Uh, it's not like years past where after Return of the Jedi wrapped, he just ran away and never looked back because he couldn't stand George Lucas. Uh, this it was very different. He had a lot better experience on set. He enjoyed working with J.J. J. Abrams, even though he almost broke his leg on the set. On the set so I can see him coming back and doing that. And it could bring some needed resolve, especially since we are very limited with what we're going to be able to see with Carrie
2: Fisher. But here's the thing. Now you bring up that needed resolve, right? Do we really need me resolve in Han Solo's story? Not really. That's the thing. The, when I, when I look at these leaks, I always judge these leaks on, does it sound like it's big, Written by a nerd, a nerd fan who basically says, "I can't let go of my Han Solo. Yeah. He needs to be back." I feel like Han Solo's death did a lot
0: for Kylo Ren's story. Yeah, and I am on board with that idea. It was, it was a sad moment, but it, we needed something to. We need something to propel yes we we needed to feel something and uh, before the movie ended we need something emotional to hit us otherwise this movie would have just been a fun movie and it would have been void of the classic star wars feels so they needed something like that and it pushed kylo ren's story in a direction that i don't think a lot of people expected yes so it worked was i upset that han solo died absolutely i love han solo but hey his time came and i feel like it worked And if they go back now and try to do something different with it, it could hurt that scene. Exactly. It it could, Dave. But at the same time, J.J. Abrams is the same person who wrote it for Force Awakens, or I should say the story, not the actual script. So I can see him making some scene work in Episode 9 that would strengthen possibly that moment. After all, he is the original writer of that storyline, along with Kazdin. so it could work. It's just all about how it's done.
2: Yeah, and like the leak itself, I think you didn't read further and they basically, it said that there's a twist that the force ghost of Luke Skywalker is initiating these visions of Han Solo and Kylo Ren's uh, mind. That sounds
0: <laughs> Jesus, Dave, you're a nerd right now.
2: And I'm like going, um, it makes sense. Just talk in your Luke voice, Dave. Just talk in your this. voice because
0: it'll work as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, This is not a, a good leak. I don't I mean, that sounds weak, right, Raina? It, it doesn't sound good.
3: I don't like when they do things on Star Wars that contradicts something that happened previously. Like when you watched, you know, Han and Kylo Ren together. Yeah. You get the impression that this is the first time they've seen each other in a long, long time. So to see them in a yep. scene together again, it, it, to me, it's not going to make sense. It's just going to be exactly, like, you Exactly. Know, yeah. You're yes. I'm trying I, to I, fill in voids and it's too late.
0: I agree. That's a perfect point. You get that idea in Force Awakens that he had not seen his son in a very long time. And I feel like that was a part of the the emotional divide between the two of them. And obviously, we, we know that there is a problem between the two of them. It, we, we, it was never addressed that in a book, but not in the movies. It was never fully addressed. Why? Kylo Ren or Ben Solo had like so much animosity towards his dad. So I understand that there's there's all, it's weird. I'm very conflicted because. I don't want to see a flashback. I'm not a fan of flashbacks, but at the same time, there is an open ended story there. Huh? True. Do we do we need Han Solo, though, to tell that story? I don't think so. Yeah, that's my question. I, I don't is think like- we need him to tell that story. Because Han Solo, in my opinion, has had resolve. But Kylo Ren has not had resolve. And we still don't quite understand why he is so angry at his dad. And with Carrie Fisher's untimely passing, we don't have a lot of options to crack open that shell. We have Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. Now, if they want to do something with that, and we learn more about that relationship between father and son through I don't know a discussion with that involves Luke then I then it then I could see it working but but yes I can see where some of these leaks may form based on partial truths and and things that people might know because I do think that we need some closure to Kylo Ren we need to learn a lot more about him like why did he turn besides being manipulated by Snoke and I, I have a feeling that JJ is going to bring all that back, especially with the reveal and the teaser that Palpatine's back. Palpatine's back. But I think we're okay. I don't think we need to worry. All right, Dave. Well, this concludes this week's discussion on Star Wars Updates and News. We will be back really soon. In fact, we'll be recording the uh, first review on Dooku Lost Jedi this weekend. Or Jedi lost, I should say, Dooku. Jedi lost. So we'll we will be back in the next two or three days with another show. Keep your eyes peeled on all of those discussions we have planned on Jedi Lost. If you miss any part of this broadcast, you can find us Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Just search Star Wars from the Back to Tank. Thank you, Reyna. Thank you.
2: Thank you, David. And may the Force be with us. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs>